Okay, we are at Omaha at the IAI International Conference, and I am here with Michelle, who is over the certification program uh, with the IAI. So just to sit down for a moment, Michelle, I appreciate you taking time to talk to us. So as we have newcomers coming to the IAI, we got first-time attendees, and they see that there are people that are certified in latent prints and in photography and those type of things. So what exactly does it mean to be certified by the IAI? How does someone like get a certification with the IAI? Uh, the certifications, there's uh, 10 different certifications. They establish that people have knowledge and experience in whatever field they're getting certified in. So you need, um, there's, we have a manual that tells people what to study and what, what topics are being tested for each different certification. And then you also need to have a certain number of years experience. So instead of where some certifications you get right out of college and can become certified, with the, the IIs programs you actually need experience on top of knowledge. So you'd have to have, with some of them, you need like a year's worth of experience. Other ones you might need two years of experience and so on. And so then you, once you have the qualifications, you fill out the application and show your the number of years you've been working and your education and those kind of things. And then you can take a test and if you successfully pass the test, then you have earned a five-year certification. So now there's certain certifications that uh, it's test alone. Uh, I know like a basic crime scene, and I just call it basic. You I, still I need the experience yeah, right. though, just some training hours prior to taking the test, so it's not just the test. But some of those have practicals with them. So there's some right. that's just the test that you're taking. Exactly. And then like for latent fingerprints and for photography, there's there's a practical part of that. So right, explain the those, actually. the differences on, on those. Yeah, they, um, the crime scene, you have to read books and have the experience, but the, the testing is really on the book material. So it's right. more like multiple choice type testing. Whereas with latent prints and 10 prints and photography, footwear is another one. Um, you actually have a practical test where you have to perform the duties. So if you're a latent print examiner, uh, the initial certification would give you uh, 15 latent prints and four or five known people's prints, and you have to identify or exclude 12 out of the 15 to pass the practical. Okay, so now are the tests given at the conference? Can they take their test here? They can take them at the conference. Most people, we also provide them, um, if you can find a local proctor in your area, uh, we mail the, all the items to a proctor and you can test where, where you're in a more comfortable environment, like your office or someplace else. So you don't have to come to the conference? You don't so. have to, but yeah. it is available here if people want to come and take it. on. It's always Thursday, the week of the conference, now, and the about, testing is all day long. Now, as far yeah. as the, the are there classes that help with studying? Is there like prep classes that we there, put on? There's different companies. The IAI itself does not have prep classes, okay. but uh, TriTech is the official trainer for the II and they provide a lot of different uh, prep classes and so do uh, Ron Smith and Associates, uh, Jen Johnson's company Forensic Pieces, she provides uh, prep classes as well and then there's private people that also um, give classes in preparation for different certifications. So you, there's already standards as far as uh, years uh, and obviously the study material and those type of things. Uh, as far as someone, I guess, preparing or at what point in their career do you think? I mean, obviously, because there's there's smaller agencies that, you know, they may not see as many cases, this type of thing. Right. I mean, 
what, what would you say is sort of the experience level to really sort of take it to your certification, well, right? Um, on one hand, you want some experience, but on the other hand, you don't want to wait too long because like, for example, for latent prints, you need 176 hours of training to even take the test. That's a lot of training hours that usually your initial training at your agency, you're in a training program and that'll give you the 176 hours. But after you've worked there, those hours have to be within the last five years. Okay. So if you're in your discipline for six or seven years, you can't use your initial training anymore and it's pretty difficult for most people to be able to afford that, that many weeks of training. And, and you talk about afford, so I mean there, there is a cost involved in taking the test and if you do not pass the first time, there's that cost again, right? Right. So uh, obviously preparing for it before you sit down, it's not just a walk in and... and right, you, you have know. to pay to take it a second yeah. time. So yeah. you do want to be prepared. But we have a manual that says every topic that is tested on. So we give you, although we don't have exact preparation courses, we do outline these are the things you need to know and study in order to pass the test. Right. So in it's, addition it's not to the, the practical. It's not sample questions or anything, but it's, no, it's, it's, it's listing out topics. It's like you need to you know need. for latent prints, not only how to do a latent print comparison, but all the chemicals involved in uh, processing for latent prints. So questions are there from history questions, uh, chemical processing, how to do comparisons. So all, a wide variety of topics, but they're all listed in the manual so that people do know, should know what to study and have a better shot at passing. Now behind the scenes, obviously these, these tests are updated and changed and, and there are people that decide and, and work on these. So tell me about these people. Right. right. So. Okay. There's um, eight certification boards, and they range from, um, I can mention them all, blood pattern analysis, crime scene, um, let's say footwear, um, forensic art, photography, um, forensic video, latent prints, um, and ten prints are the uh, eight different boards. Crime scene actually has three levels of certification. So there's eight boards, but 10 certifications that you can go for. Um, and so the eight boards each have seven people on them. They have like, for instance, a crime scene board has a chair, has a secretary, they can answer all the questions. And so it's a total of seven people. And so they have five extra people besides the secretary and chair. And they're the ones who review all the new books that come out take away questions that really aren't working well or um, things that have found not to work in the field and adding new information. So it's those boards that actually create the certification tests and update them. They work year round, not only on updating the tests, but also on when an application comes in, they're the ones who review the application, send them the test, bring it back, grade them. So these are, these are volunteers and um, very dedicated to the certification so the, program. So these are the people, when you do that practical, when you're excluding those prints and checking the, these, are, the board is the one. The board one. does it, not me, yeah. yeah. So they're the ones that look at all of these things. And, right or stay on top. So uh, the technologies that we have or the disciplines that we have uh, currently, is there is there any thought as far as, are there others we're expanding to? Is there things that we're, you know, as we look to the future, obviously the, 
you know, II by all means, uh, I think, you know, started with fingerprints and that's still our a big focus Main, right. of, of what we do. Uh, what do you see as far as where we're going with some things? Yeah, I started as a director about a little over a year and a half ago and right away different disciplines started putting in saying they wanted a certification board of their own. So um, forensic art is one. Um, crime scene reconstruction is another. They used to have a certification for okay. crime scene reconstruction and it kind of um, fizzled out a little bit for a lot of different reasons. So um, a group got together and the II Science and Practices group got together to uh, make a recommendation of how it could be improved so it would actually be um, a viable program. Um, another group came forward wanting a, for a certification in general forensic for um, forensic practices and kind of an um, all-inclusive certification. So the, in our um, certification manual it states how to what kind of information you need to do up front before presenting it to the certification committee to consider for a new certification. So there's a couple of those that are in the works right now okay. and always under consideration. Now, I mean, the II is pretty much the standard. I mean, this is where you get your certification and, and many times when you're looking for jobs, uh, they're requiring those certifications. Obviously, those certifications are uh, useful in court, showing that you know you obviously have been board certified, that people have looked at your work and have decided that. So, uh, I mean, there's great advantages to doing this, even though there are some cost and some time and studying and, and putting the time in. So, if someone is looking uh, on how to apply for certification, how to test, so where do they find that information? Uh, on the IAI website, there's a tab for certification. And when you click on that, it's got uh, a main certification page that tells you what to do and how to do it. And then it's got um, a different page for each individual certification to give you um, some more unique, specific information for those boards. Okay. Or they could call um, me my, when, right when you go to the certification page. There's a link for the director. They can email me. They can call me at any time. Okay, so if anybody has questions, they can reach out on the website, which is the IEI.org, and there's information there, and there's also emails available if you have any further questions that don't answer there. Uh, obviously, there are some uh, professionals at this conference that have been around for years and sharing their knowledge, and we're just so happy that they're here and so happy that they're passing all this information to the first-timers and people just getting into these disciplines, and we look forward to uh, all the education and networking that happens during this week, and we thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and, and your abilities for the years through the IAI. Well, thank you.